Hey Bills, lame disclaimer time here. Just reminding you that by making the decision to listen to this, everything that you hear from this point is your own fault. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Palito, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Hey. Hey. But most people can watch TV right now. Everybody's got time to watch TV. Maybe it's the show at the moment that you're listening to because you're sick of watching TV right now. How could anyone get sick of watching TV? I know the whole show is based around not getting sick of TV, but no, I'm doing my best. I totally understand it though. Like you get to a point where you're like, I just want to like do something that's not sitting on a couch and watching TV. Well, people don't just, you know, listen to podcasts while they're driving to work or anything. There's like heaps of things. If you're working out at home. Oh, true. You know, if you're doing some chores. Home workout. Cleaning your fucking pantry out. For the 50th time. Yeah. All the crazy things that people are starting to do now that they've got the time. Crazy things. Cleaning your house and working out. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> nah, totes. Uh, we've enjoyed a nice uh, weekend in this weekend. What have we gotten up to? I've done a fair bit. Done like dance practice. I went to a, a virtual K-pop club night last night. Ooh, how was that? It was really fun. It was just like two hours of DJs just playing K-pop. And there was like obviously a chat. It was on YouTube. So it was like a chat bar on the side. And I was doing it via video chat with a few friends. So it was cool. I felt like I was actually at the club. But I wasn't having to pay, you know, $10 a drink. I think I, you know, probably would have got by on a bottle of wine, which was only like $7. So You felt like winning. you were at the club lying in bed. <laughs> I got up and danced a little bit at one point. Oh, that's good. To do the uh, the choreo for um, Feel Special by Twice. Ooh. Yeah, Helena and I uh, busted out the choreo because, you know, we're really cool like that. That's true. I mean, isn't all K-pop club nights about busting out the choreo if you know it? Yeah, pretty much. It's a good vibe. I mean, no one was there. No. So. <laughs> no, it was cool. Like just working around and trying to find fun things to do to keep you entertained in these times is... I think it's it's been kind of like fun this weekend because it's only the first weekend where we've literally not been able to go anywhere but we are still going to work yeah yeah so i think it's a bit different for us yeah i know like a lot of people are only allowed to leave their house for like an hour a day now we're still leaving our house for eight hours nine hours a day going to work and then the weekends yeah just staying in and going to the super went to the supermarket today and that was okay yeah it wasn't too bad we just couldn't get flour yeah, that's hard. Because we've, we've just been cooking so much shit. Yeah, I think everybody has. Yeah. Because we love cooking. We do. I think most of the stuff about it is whenever you're trying something new that seems like it's got a few steps, you're just like, oh, I, could, I couldn't do that. The more times you do it, the better you'll get at it and the less effort it will seem after you've done it once or twice. So. Yeah. I kind of failed at those cookies I made yesterday. Well, I'm going to give it another go. I don't know if you failed. They were still totally edible and fine yeah, and like they really great. nice. They just spread a bit much. Spread too much. I think the butter is going to make a huge difference. We'll have to see after we make deep dish pizzas for dinner. Yeah, we're making deep dish pizza for the first time ever. Josh made pizza dough. But this is what we're struggling with because, you know, I made cookies yesterday. I'm going to make them again. We made pizza dough. And now we only have like a tiny bit of flour left and you literally can't buy flour in Australia right now. Yeah, it's pretty hard. Yeah. But that's the only thing we couldn't buy today. We even got toilet paper today. I know. It was like $7 for eight rolls, though, which is pretty fucked up. But I think if we went to, like, a smaller store, we could get flour. Probably. 
Yeah, we'll just have to go like IGA or something. I even think um, convenience stores have flour and sugar, and so well, yeah. we might have more luck there. Basics, yeah. they would probably have them. Anyway, that's our little um, COVID quarantine update. Yeah, what have you guys been cooking? We're doing okay. Yeah, what have you been cooking? What have you been doing? What have you been watching, playing? Um, I know a lot of people are playing Animal Crossing now. Yeah, like you haven't been. I oh, know, we only played that one night, and then now I'm just like, I think about it a lot. I'm like, oh, we should get back onto Animal Crossing, and then I'm like, eh... It's like a lot. Doing stuff. Lame. <laughs> it's like doing chores, but on the internet. That's exactly but, what it is. It's doing chores. <laughs> Not even like good chores. Just like pick up sticks. Yeah. Pick weeds. Yeah. It's chores and debt, the video game. Yeah. Um, I think it's really cool. I think it's cute. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge thing now. Everyone's playing it because no one's got shit to do. So yeah, they'd be raking in the cash, man. Nintendo will be making a pretty penny right now. More people will try this game out just because they don't have anything to do. Yeah, I mean, we bought it straight away. Yeah. And I've also seen a lot of things on the internet, like social media of celebrities playing it and stuff. So that'll really like boost. Well, it does just eat time. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Just literally eats time. Yeah, because like, it's a real time game. So As well. Yeah. Oh my God. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> One of my colleagues at work has just like gone ham on it. And every time I see her, she's like, Yep, so I'm on like my fifth house upgrade and this, this and this. I've completed my critter manual. Like I found all of the bugs and I'm like, what the hell? How much time are you spending on this? The other thing is like, it is real time. So like stuff that can make you money like grows back slowly and like... Exactly, you have to wait. People have to like come to the island and that takes time and like all this shit. But she's just like, yep, uh, first day did like half the game. How? (laughs) How did you do that? Yeah. I mean, she's also pregnant, so it's not like she can just get drunk at home, like I mean, I've a, been doing. It's a hundred percent fair. Like nothing against her, but how do you do it? It's a real time thing. She's yeah. just like moving her fucking clock around. Maybe, maybe she's like cheating the system. Who knows? Any other news? I mean, I feel like this um, section is a little bit dry now. We can't like, do anything. What have we been doing? And it's like nothing. Yeah, we officially cancelled a trip to Japan. I don't know whether or not we've. Uh, did we talk about that last time? Said that. I think last time we recorded, we hadn't the borders hadn't been locked down yet. But now they are, so yeah. we're definitely not so, going. Yeah, no flights going out of Australia. Um, Qantas has already credited us. Forcefully. Yeah. Not with money, though. No. <laughs> like, it's money, but it's credit towards future flights. So if we go to Japan next if. year or whatever, we can just use those credit points, which is good. Yeah, we'll just have to see when we can go. Yeah. Yeah, because I was planning to go to Korea next year. So I was thinking about this today, actually. Like, maybe I'd do, like, a three-week trip again, but maybe do half Japan, half Korea. And if you wanted to stay on in Japan, you could while I go to Korea, like, with the gals. If it was you and me going, I'd go with you. But if you're going with the gals, I can't can't do that. I can't K-pop for, like, a week (laughs) and a half straight. But that's why I was like, oh, well, we can still go to Japan, but then you can stay on and do your own shit in Japan while I just hop over to... South Korea. Oh, yeah. Bachelor life in Japan. Just Mate, you'd have the best time. I don't know. What am I going to do? I don't know. I'd still spend like a couple of weeks with you in Japan. We'll work it out. Yeah. I've just been thinking about this a little bit because it's finally dawning on me that we're not going. Cause now, I... Only now. Well, like I knew it, but I hadn't really thought about it properly. You were being like overly optimistic. Yeah. For a really long time. And yeah. I just committed to the fact that we weren't going a, a long time ago. It's like, even if I know something, though, it takes me a while to kind of think about all the ram- ramifications of it. 
and like process it properly. But the so part I'm... about not going is the last part you, the last hurdle. <laughs> no, just the fact that like I'm thinking about when we actually might be able to go and I'm like, we have to wait another year maybe. At least a year. Yeah, yeah. until we can leave the country and have a proper holiday and everything's back open again and all yeah. the economies are back on track yeah and... exactly so it's just even if we do go next year the economy's still going to be fucked and the australian dollar is trashed so we'll go and it will be super expensive for us yeah so it's just like all these things that i'm slowly starting to realize yeah we're fucked yeah so <laughs> but so is everybody else so exactly i mean you know we're lucky in a lot of ways in terms of like our jobs we still got right them now yeah we still have our jobs our industries are classified as essential. So even if the whole country goes into lockdown, we basically still go to work, which, you know, is good because we can make money. A lot of people can't make money right now. Yeah, but we can't work from home. So our chances of actually getting sick are like massive. Exactly. And then we have to use our own leave if we do get sick or the companies get shut down. Yeah. So we could still end up being pretty much unemployed, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yep. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, strange times. This is how all the conversations start and end at the moment. Strange times. I guess so. Strange times. Strange times. Well, let's hop into some um, some entertainment-related uh, convo then. Why not? So this week we thought we'd cover two things. Uh, we watched a film last night that we quite enjoyed so we thought we'd have a little mm. chat about that and we also wanted to cover we've done a lot of pilots for stuff that people know people like and we thought about going back and looking at some pilots that just never went anywhere we thought we'd add those to the rotation yeah. just mix it up a bit make so it a little interesting we'll cover a, a little pilot that never got made into anything so we'll start with the film last night we watched the platform it's on netflix if you guys are keen What did you think about the platform? Opening statement. If it has to be classified, yes. (laughs) I really enjoyed it. The concept was fucking cool. The acting was good. And it made me feel a lot of things. So I was happy. Cool. What's your opening statement? It didn't really go anywhere or do anything. But that's not really like the point of the movie. It's more like we've got this concept that we can visualize. Let's Mm. make it into a thing. It doesn't have to have like a start and a finish and a point and... We can leave it really open so people can just decide. Yeah. But it is a lot more about the concept of what's happening. It's like Cube or The Circle. Like yeah, those movies definitely that we really in that like. vein. Yeah, so we found this. How did we find this? It's we just were... like a really up there rated movie at the moment, I think. Yeah, we were looking at horror movies as we usually, you know, we very often do. We like scroll through Stan or Netflix or... I think the list was on IMDb, wasn't it, where we found this movie? Yeah, we started looking at good horror movies on IMDb because we've come across a few stinkers recently. Oh, my God. And it's just time that I don't really want to commit anymore to stuff that's that bad. Like, if it's so bad, it's good. 100%. I'm there for it. But if it's just bad, I can't do it. We've turned off, like, three films recently. I know. I just can't do it. It's the newer kind of horror films that are letting us down. Like, if you watch an old, like, 80s horror film, it's usually so bad that it's good. It's just kitschy and, like, a bit of fun. Yeah, none of the relationships make sense now because all the stereotypes are totally different. Yeah. Yeah, we chucked this one on Netflix. And I guess we'll talk about the plot briefly. It's about a particular prison. 
I guess it's a prison. Is it a prison? Or it's it's like... not really outlined. It seems like you can swap your time in there for stuff if you want to. Yeah. It's very strange because the main character, he's gone in there to get a degree. Yeah, that's what they said. But like with that, I didn't know if that was like a little bit of a mistranslation. Because this, this movie is in... Oh, fuck, what language is it in? It was like, like um, Swedish or something like that. No idea. Netherlands. Wait, what language do they speak in the Netherlands? Danish? But it was all dubbed over. Mm, it was dubbed over. But I remember seeing like what country it was at the start. And it was like a, yeah, like a Scandinavian type country. They usually actually come out with some pretty good shit. Because that show, you know, that show that we watched, the time travel one. Dark. Yeah. That was similar, you know. You okay? Yeah, I'm just falling over. Did you get bitten by something? I don't know. I'll check it out after the podcast. <laughs> Might um, be dying. We'll work it out. But yeah, I thought it was going to be subs, but once it started, it was all dubbed, which I have no problem with. It doesn't bother me. Some people hate watching dubbed films. So if you don't like dubbed films, then, you know, avoid this one. But I actually thought the dubbing was quite good. It didn't take away from anything. It wasn't terrible. No. Some of the stuff seemed a bit strange, but not not a lot of it. Some little bits and bobs that you were like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it might also be the introduction of those characters. I mean, the voices aren't going to match the characters because they're not their voices. <laughs> but sometimes it was a little startling. A bit jarring. Yeah, so it's this sort of prison, just a place. What do they even call the entire place? I don't know. I don't think there was a name for it. Because the movie's called The Platform, which is relation to the platform that carries food down in the prison, right? Yeah. So it's basically like this big structure i don't even know how this is even a structure like i don't think you're supposed to really think about it we find out that it's 333 floors i think so yeah of these basically just concrete rooms with two beds a sink and a toilet like a prison cell where there's a roommate right there's 333 floors of this and there's a platform that starts at the top on level zero that gets filled up with a feast like heaps and heaps of food well, it's the f- everybody before they go in says what their favorite meal is. Yeah. And they yeah. make all of them and put them on the platform. Yeah. I thought that was a cooler detail. I like that. You see the kitchen and the people working in the kitchen that are making these meals. And it's like one of those really fancy, like French type kitchens where there's a million chefs and like this really strict head chef. And yeah, it's really over dramatized kitchen scenes. Yeah. Um, so a big plate of table, a big plate of table, <laughs> a big table of food. And it's on this platform that gets lowered down through all of the floors and it stops on each floor for like a certain amount of time. I don't think it's very long. It's like a no, couple of minutes. it seems really short. Yeah, like a couple of minutes something. And the people on each of these levels, they get to eat whatever they want before it goes down to the lower floor. So obviously as it goes down, like there's less and less food. By the time it gets past, I don't know, not even that far. No, like 50, 51. Yeah, there's like no food left because people just gorge themselves. Because the point is, is that you're put on these floors randomly and where you get placed changes every month. So one month you might be on floor 12 and you're like, sweet, I can eat as much as I want. But then the next month you're on floor 220 and you're not eating at all. It's random. You don't know when you're going to eat. And that's the whole point. It's kind of like an interesting social experiment kind of movie that explores the human mind and how selfish people are and I mean it's kind of an interesting movie to watch in these times to be honest it is very (laughs) it's a lot yeah and when I was watching it I was just like thinking about how this relates to everything that's going on in the world right now and I'm like oh my god I mean it's always been like this right 
the people at the top get everything the people at the bottom get shit all yeah but at the moment even we're being affected by this usually you know we're middle class people we don't really get affected by not being able to have what we want but now we do because of everything that's going on so it was really interesting it added another layer to it i think but yeah that's the plot basically and it just follows this guy who's trying to get a degree <laughs> through going into this prison just his like experience there further into it <laughs> so there's a few extra like little bits and pieces because they've got to cover all the things like why don't you just take some food off there and eat it later it's like no if you keep anything that's from the platform the room either heats up until you die Mm. (laughs) or it cools down until you freeze and die and everyone's allowed to take one object in that's another element yeah they're allowed one thing so the guy we're following he has a book other people have weapons Uh, one woman has like a dog one guy has a surfboard i don't really know what he was gonna do with a surfboard I guess you could use that as a weapon. I guess so, but you're not going to be surfing. Yeah. Yeah, like, as I said before, it just made me feel a lot. Like, whenever a month would pass and he'd wake up and you'd see what floor he was on, like, it really, like, affected me. Yeah. When I saw what floor he was on. One of the things about it is that if you're on a floor that's so low that you don't get any food and you're there with one other person, people just start eating each other. Yeah. And that's like a big facet of the movie is yep. people just eating each other. There's a sort of cannibalism. And that's what you do. At one point, he's stuck on the floor with this woman who's already died. Like, he doesn't even kill her. No, she kills herself. Yeah. And he's like, not going to eat her? And I'm like, dude, you don't even have to kill her. You just have to eat her. Well, he doesn't eat her for a long time. Yeah. Eventually he does. But yeah. And the other storyline that's going on is like a woman who's lost her child. Yep. And you don't know whether that, that she, whether she's crazy or not. Yeah, but she kills her roommate every month. Yeah. And if anybody attacks her, she like she gets on the platform and she like rides it down. And if anybody like attacks her or anything, she just kills them, gets back on the platform. Yeah. So she just every month she just goes all the way to the bottom. And then what? Oh no, I just think <laughs> she keeps she keeps going until she eventually gets stuck somewhere. I don't know if she ever makes it down to the bottom. Because if she did, she would have found her fucking child. Yeah, I don't really understand what happens Yeah, with her. Because she rides it every time. But then there's like a, is there a child? Is there not? Because there's not supposed to be anybody over the under the age of 18 or 16 or 16. something. Yeah, I don't really understand what's yeah. going on. <laughs> Towards the end, it gets a little bit like convoluted. And they're just trying to like come up with some sort of ending. Yeah, they feel like if they prove that people... So they try to get people to work together to like make a portion for the person below so that everybody gets to eat. But nobody knows, like, how many floors there are. Mm-mm. And so until they start writing it, nobody knows how many floors there are. So he gets together with his current roommate and they say, well, let's just, like, ride it all the way to the bottom. And just hand and out the food. Hand out the food. Yeah. And they come across, I guess, his roommate's mentor or something. And he tells them, no, you've got to save one really nice dish and then send it back up. And that proves that people aren't terrible. Mm-mm. It's like, what? Yeah, it becomes like a real moral, religious type message towards the end. I don't really know what they're going for. Like, if we can prove that we are still humans, then it's all good and they'll let us out or something. (laughs) Don't even know what their real goal is, just to be like, ah, fuck you, I did it. And then die because Mm. you fought like 300 floors of people. Yeah, it's very strange because like, some people are there. Everyone's in there for different reasons. Like some people have committed crimes, 
Like his first roommate has killed someone. It was accident, but he's in there to get a degree. Another woman is in there to try and like change people's minds about how to deal with the situation and get them to, you know, eat their portion and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. But yeah, we find out that even if people do eat their portion, there's still too many flaws. Like people just die. So like, what is the point? Even if everyone that was in there worked together, people would still die. So what's the point? Don't know. Is that supposed to be the message that no matter what humans do in the world, we're still fucked? I think it's like you can try. <laughs> so depressing. You can try to work together and it might not work because like the people above you are trying to fuck you. And you can do it with violence, but most of the time it doesn't turn out well. Yeah, that, was, an, really... that was another thing I got out of it. it was like, I feel like the messages of it weren't terribly great because it was like, you can't convince people with words. You have to convince people with violence and threaten them. And that's what I got out of it. And I'm like, yeah, I already knew that. That's how you get people to do things for you. You threaten them. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sorry, but humans are innately awful. We sound super cynical and terrible. But that's the world, though. <laughs> I know. And I think, I don't know, I want to meet someone who actually thinks that people are innately good. That would be interesting to have a conversation with someone like that. They're probably a good person who's never met another person. Yeah, maybe a super sheltered person. Yeah. That's never experienced anything. I don't really know. I've never met somebody. I've met people with positive outlooks, but <laughs> not that not that positive. Well, you see people talking about, you know, the crisis that's going on in the world now. And it's like, oh, everyone's coming together. Like, look at all the great things that people are doing. And it's like, yeah, you're also looking at all the terrible things people are doing. Oh, no, because how are you going to make people do the right thing? They had to make it illegal for you to have a gathering of over 10 people. <laughs> and then if it gets too loud, you can get charged now. Which is a totally reasonable because even people we knew were still having parties despite everything that's happening. Yep. And people are going out and buying up everything that they can and reselling it to people who are desperate, fighting people, stabbing people for toilet paper. Yeah, apparently crime has gone... Uh, through the roof now. Yeah, breaking into stores. All the stores are just closed, so people are just breaking don't have shops. jobs, so just steal from stores that nobody ever goes to. Yep. Pretty cool. So, like, I don't really know how people can sit back, sit back and be like, oh, you know, this is just bringing us all together. I understand people are trying to make themselves feel better and be optimistic, but I feel like situations like this show what people are really like. I could see people saying, oh, I can see it bringing us all together because the only news stories you read are about it. <laughs> We're all doing the right, like, everybody's doing the right thing so we can fight this virus or whatever. A lot of people aren't doing the right thing. Yeah. But also, that's what gets views and clicks and stuff now. So you're seeing way less murders, which is what got views and clicks before, just because they're not showing them, just because this is making more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean the world is a better place. So it was an interesting film to watch in these times. I don't know if that movie was on Netflix before everything. Like, a lot of new movies and shows and stuff are being put on Netflix now. Yeah. Yeah, things are even being fast-tracked to streaming. Like, I heard that that Birds of Prey movie is getting, like, fast-tracked to streaming. Well, I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't mind watching that movie. You can watch Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. I actually wouldn't mind watching that. Apparently, it's got really good reviews. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's like the number one rated horror movie on IMDb right now. Looks like a really dumb movie, but I don't know. Well, it's a remake of a 80s film, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just like everything popular. <laughs> <laughs> so I really enjoyed the film a lot. Yeah, as we said, it really gives me circle cube vibes. One of those, like, looking into the human mind thriller films. 
pretty intense. Yeah, it's intense. Like I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't call it a straight thriller because there's so much gore. Like it's a very high gore film. Well, yeah. Every time people find out that they're on a really low level, they just fall through because the platform goes through the center, mm. but the hole's always there. Yeah, so you can jump off if you want. Yeah, and tons of people do it all the time. It is good as well how he wakes up in the first room with that roommate and his roommate's like real cynical i guess you could call it in the frame of this movie obviously (laughs) he's a cynical yeah that guy (laughs) the obviously guy the obviously guy and by the time he gets his second roommate i mean besides the fact he ate his first roommate he's turned into that guy real quick (laughs) Mm. so in the first movie that guy's an asshole what is wrong with him what a shit bag but this guy becomes him yeah, straight yeah. away. And you're like, okay, reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> totally reasonable. Yeah, it's a really cool, like, his character development over the movie is great. Because he, he goes from being, like, good and then he becomes, like, a bit fucked. And then he slowly becomes good again. But in a way that doesn't bad. make sense and nobody understands. <laughs> yeah. No, really cool movie. What, what, do you, what would you give it out of 10, you reckon, overall? Good concept. Good acting that I could tell from it being dubbed over. It's hard to do it with a dubbing. A good amount of, you know, actual practical stuff that's happening. They don't, like, shy away from any of the gore. Yeah, I love the gore. Not saying, like, yeah, gore, gore makes movies good. No, I think so. But if you're going (laughs) to... I know you do. But if you're going to put something in the movie, put it in there. Yeah. Don't shy away from it. Yeah, this is a fucked up situation. You want to make that fucked up situation look as fucked up as it is. And you can't do that, this kind of movie, without that. It would just be lame. Yeah, it doesn't make it really in your face. Like, when he does eat people, mm. it's not like there's a body in. He's just, like, yeah, like carving it up. It's not Hannibal Lecter. You don't completely see, yeah, what's no, happening. No, but they do it in the right way to make mm. it as impactful as it's supposed to be. Yeah. Without being like, this is that person. <laughs> it doesn't have a point. I think it's more, it is more, here's a concept, and then you take from what you want. Yeah. But that's fine. Just makes you think about stuff a little bit. Yeah. I would probably give it, like, an 8 out of 10. Yeah, same. 8. Definitely. Not um, the best movie I've ever seen. No. But really good. Really cool concept. Um, it is R-rated, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so. As I think most things should be, really. Yeah. If, if you're going to make a movie like this, make it R-rated. Don't be ridiculous. Come yeah. on. I feel like we should make movies how you want to make them, and then they just fall into those categories. Yeah, instead of... Rather than now they make things to be in a category. Yeah, yeah. Or they edit things down to fit into a category and then it just ends up being a shit movie because it doesn't flow. Yeah. If you've got to take, like, one line out to get a lower rating to make more money, go for it. Yeah. That's totally reasonable. But if you've got to change the entire film or you're just building it so it fits in a particular demographic, other than, like, kids' movies, because you're making them for a particular audience, I don't think... I think you should just make it and then it should just fall in that category. Especially because the rating system is so dumb. It's not actually based on anything. It's based on, like, what boomer mums <laughs> think is okay at the time that they're putting the rating on it. It's weird. It's a weird system. Yeah, I don't really know how the rating system works, but that's for another day, perhaps. All right, shall we move on to our main event, then? The main event! <laughs> So, I had the idea that we'd watch a pilot of a show that never became anything, see what's happening, see if we can find, like, a hidden gem or something that makes us, like, angry that it didn't get made into a show or just something. I know that people 
find it interesting, and I find it interesting, that all these pilots are made and most of them don't end up as yeah. anything. And we still get a cavalcade of just Shit. fucking garbage yeah. continuously. So you got to think about what was around. There was probably more garbage, realistically. There was going to be some awful, awful shit. Well, it was 1999. I think a lot of garbage was being made. <laughs> that's right. But I mean, just at any time. There's got to be some stuff that's so awful that it can't go out. But there's got to be stuff that is just pitched to the wrong people and yeah, they just don't yeah, get yeah. it. Uh, so we watched... Jack and... Other way around. Vision... Heat, Vision heat. and Jack. <laughs> vision, Jack and Heat. <laughs> heat, Vision and Jack. So we watched Heat, Vision and Jack. If you don't know about Heat, Vision and Jack, um, I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. It's yeah. like 30 minutes. I recommend going and watching it. But what is, say, Ben Stiller produced, I don't know if directed, but definitely Ben Stiller produced comedy that takes... He directed it too, I'm pretty sure. Did he? Yeah. Executive producer and director, I think. Oh, okay. I, and he was in it too. I don't really care. He was in the start. I think the character that he plays of him at the start, that's how I envision him in real life. Wait, I thought he was the DJ at the end as well. He was, yeah. Okay, cool. I thought I was going crazy. No, he was. All right. It is a rip-off, not a rip-off, but sort of like a, a spoof yeah, combination of uh, Knight Rider and the Million Dollar Man or Ten Million Dollar Man or whatever the hell that was called. I don't know. I wasn't around. And it's set like within those that time frame of those shows. Like 80s? Like 80s, yeah. And it stars Jack Black as Jack. <laughs> and the plot is essentially of the show is that Jack was an astronaut who went too close to the sun. And now when he's in sunlight, he becomes the smartest man in the world. And he has a bike named Heat Vision, who was his roommate who got made into the motorbike. <laughs> yeah, he got shot with the laser and then became part of his bike for yeah. some reason. So they're traveling around. I don't know what their goal is. I don't think they'd like set <laughs> them a goal. Out. Yeah, but they've got to get away from. There's a NASA assassin slash actor who's trying to catch them so that they can steal Jack's brain. And that's the plot. And they always come across crimes. Yeah, like weird uh, extraterrestrial crimes that only he can solve because he's the smartest man ever. Yeah. So before we started talking about what the show was about, you said that. You thought this might have been pitched to the wrong people? Yeah. Does that mean that you thought this was pitched to the wrong people? Oh, no, absolutely not. This is crap. Like, (laughs) I mean, I understand the shows that it's spoofing. I I mean, I think it's a successful spoof of those shows. And some of it was quite funny. It was so funny, some of the parts. I laughed out loud a bunch of times. If they made, like, five web episodes of this, I would watch the shit out of it. Mm. But if this became a seven-season-long let's call it what it would be a garbage fire nobody's going to be about it yeah more like a um you know like comedy central like snl type skit that maybe went for like a few weeks you know yeah like that would be good yeah not a full series of this especially because it doesn't explain like what he doesn't have a goal (laughs) yeah i actually never thought about that because they're just randomly driving around and then they find a petrol station which is where the crime is yeah. And then that's where the episode starts. And it's like, okay, well, where were they going? Why were they in the desert? Yeah. But it also says it starts at episode 14. So the pilot is episode 14. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that was just to be silly, which is what a lot of this is. Yeah. But the pilot doesn't always have to be the pilot of the show. Yeah, true. It'll just be a proof of concept and then they'll redo it. Yeah. Um, you didn't say that Owen Wilson is the... Uh, Owen Wilson is the motorbike, yes. But he doesn't play was. the actor who sits on the motorbike. 
which is really strange. Yeah. Again, probably just to be stupid. And then the other woman, the main woman who's the sheriff cop. Do you know who that is? Yeah, because she's from like I know she, Zoolander. I know, her, I know her face and everything. From Zoolander. I just don't know who she is. <laughs> I think she's just like really good friends with like Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson because they did Zoolander together like after this. She's in a lot of those like crude comedy films. I think her and Ben Stiller must be like really good friends or something. When did Zoolander come out? 2001. Okay, so I'm telling you, they probably made Zoolander because this didn't go ahead. I maybe. felt I felt similar like vibes. The vibes are very similar to me, but maybe it's just because there's similar actors and stuff. But I think it's all, similar all actors, of, similar all comedy. of Ben Stiller's, Stiller's stuff feels very samey to me. It's yeah. got the same. It just makes you feel the same way. It makes you feel slightly like awkward and a bit grossed out. Yeah, but none of it makes the show. Like the comedy doesn't hit like hard 100% of the time and it's not dense enough, but it doesn't make you feel so awkward that it can be considered an awkward show. Like the most awkward part is that Jack Black is Jack Black. <laughs> like it's not really anything. I think they were just trying to sell it on Jack Black being Jack Black. And he already did that. Like Tenacious D is already a thing. So we've had that. And then he's made a bunch of other shit like School of Rock and all that. Like all of that stuff is just Jack Black is himself. And we made a thing about it. But when did Tenacious D come out, though? Because what I'm thinking is that, like, these people just started making a bunch of shit and then just saw what would stick. I think this one was, they were already a thing. And Ben Stiller and Jack Black were having dinner or something. And Jack Black was like, I want to make a million dollar man ripoff spoof thing. And then this is what they came up with. Right. Interesting. I wouldn't say it's a fucking travesty. No, 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 not at all. I think it does better as, like, just a standalone pilot than it would have done as a series. Probably, yeah. As you said, like, I probably could have watched a few more episodes of this, but not, like... Maybe two. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, like, I laughed out loud a few times. There was a few gems. We'll go through the plot and we'll get there. Yeah, you describe the plot. I mean, what's the plot, really? We explain the plot of the series. The plot of this one is that an alien radio wave has, like, infiltrated this cook from a diner and he's wearing, like, sunglasses, and if he takes sunglasses off and you look into his eyes, he can dehydrate your entire body so you turn into ash. And they're just trying to work out who it is and then catch him. Because mm-hmm. it's an 80s action drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favourite part, like, now that you've mentioned the ash part, <laughs> was, like, when they go to a crime scene, and, you know, there's all, like, there's all the pre-shots of when you go to a crime scene of, like, cops and like ambulance people and yeah, like an establishing secondary yeah. establishing shots yeah and there's literally like two paramedics with a stretcher with a pile of ash on it yeah just it was like good. wheeling the pile of ash <laughs> i thought that was really funny so i didn't see it and you were laughing i was like what happened and you were like <laughs> go back okay we've got to say that when we watched it okay we watched this on youtube yeah so legal but the quality was fucking terrible oh the quality is awful what was yeah. it like 240p it was awful or less yeah um, so I think that's probably why you didn't see the stretcher with the ash on it because it was I did not <laughs> because it was going it was night time and it the stretcher was going past a dark colored car so you couldn't really see it very well yeah um, but yeah I caught it and I really loved that that was probably my favorite part of the whole show um, I don't know what other parts I really enjoyed what else did I laugh at what did you find the funniest part I didn't really I I chuckled at some parts but most of them again were like Jack Blackisms or just the ideas that they had. Like how dramatic the fight scene between the motorcycle and the alien chef yeah, was. Yeah. 
I laughed at that because of how overdone it was. But at the same time, you got Jack Black getting dehydrated in the background, just like being Jack Black, just moving like as weirdly as he can and like yeah. making weird sounds. The thing when the sunlight hits him. That was really funny. <laughs> e equals MC squared. Yeah, that's the only thing. It's just E equals MC squared over and over again. I know everything! <laughs> <laughs> and then all these light bulbs explode that don't exist and like, oh, it's so dumb. But the way that they showed his intelligence at the start, I was like, they did it in a silly way, but it was very like Sherlock Holmesy With the dog? Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, here's some facts about German Shepherds. And yeah. then he just like trains the dog... By whistling. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. It was very uh, Sherlocky. Yeah, I liked uh, when you were talking about the fight with the the alien chef and the bike. Like the chef just ends up knocking the bike over. Yeah. And then that's it. He's he just done. pushes it over and the bike's useless now. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is like, that's pretty funny. And like a little thing that could go continuously in the series. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. The bike is like really strong because it's a bike. But if you push it over, it's useless. That's it, yeah. But I, I also like really that. like how when he'll be going somewhere or like doing something and it's like really like subtle or like he's creeping around or something and the motorcycle like, just drives through the door yeah. like really <laughs> awkwardly. And so obviously somebody's just pushed a motorbike through the door. Like the doors don't open. The motorcycle's just pushed through <laughs> it and then it starts talking to him. I thought that was really funny. Or like when he's talking to the sheriff and he's like seducing her and the motorcycle just drives in like in the background. They just ignore him. So it's like, oh, can we get some matches? I want to set some leaves on fire. And then it's like, oh, your grandmother's got a really nice house. She must be loaded. Well, they're like making out. Yeah. Some really weird lines. Some really weird lines, but obviously written to be weird to follow what they're spoofing. Mm. So well done and well executed, but just it's a, it's a Jack Black thing. I think that's the best way you can describe the whole thing. So if you like yeah. Jack Black stuff, you'll probably like it. If you don't like Jack Black stuff... Which a lot of people which don't. Which a lot of people don't, you probably won't like it. I think my favourite line is from the doctor who's looking at the ashes. Mm. I think that's my favourite thing in the whole show. And it's so dumb. He's looking at the ash and he says, this is like dehydrated human tissue. <laughs> it's like, I, like, I've never seen anything like it before. It doesn't exist outside of like sci-fi and rap videos. Yeah, that <laughs> And was he says so it so weird. angrily. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about such a good like shitty line that just like it just moved along from that so fast and that's the kind of pacing that we work with like now yeah now yeah. it's like if you like drop a gem and then fuck off i find it's i always more find impactful. that so funny yeah because yeah. this was 1999 this is a long fucking time ago now this is like 20 years 20 ago. years yeah jesus christ we're so old i just brought up the imdb did you want to have a little guess at a couple of things or the rating's going to be bad. <laughs> what do you reckon? Uh, 5.2. I reckon Jack Black splits people like relatively down the middle. You're very wrong. Is it really bad? I don't know. What do you reckon? Do you think it's worse than that or better? Is it better than that? You're trying to read my mind. <laughs> yeah. Is it better than that? I guess because it's only one episode, there's not a lot for people to get angry about. So maybe it could be better. Cult following, bro. So what is it? Like a 7.5 or something? 7.9. Oh my God. <laughs> 7.9 out of 10 from 1,488 reviews. Wow. Did you want to guess the, the categories? No, it's boring. <laughs> okay, so it's short action adventure. Short. Short. We've never seen that before. Well, it's a pilot. It's not short. But well, now it, it's a short. I guess so. nothing else. But it doesn't it. say comedy. No. <laughs> just so you, just to draw attention to that factoid, it does not say comedy. 
picture of Jack Black on IMDb is so funny. Look. Oh, yeah, it's him now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he looks like a fucking wizard. Yeah, he looks so crazy. Looks like an evil wizard in like a kid's movie. Do you reckon they were actually, they were definitely going to try and make this into a proper show, right? I Yeah, I think they made it and then they couldn't sell it. And I think Fox wanted it and then they just didn't order it. That sounds right. That's sad. I would have watched a bit more of this. Anything else you want to say about it? Well, if they made more episodes, it wouldn't be a 7.9, mate. I'll tell you what. That's true. They probably used all their best ideas in this pilot. Yeah. <sighs> Sleepy. Uh, the thing about Ben Stiller at the start seemed really forced. Like, he would have been like, this is a great idea. And all of his jokes that paint him as, like, an asshole. I was like, oh, that's too believable. I kind of believe that you're like this in real life. Yeah. I don't think he is a nice person in real life. No, he? I don't think so. I think he's a bit of a diva. I believe that 100%. Did you have anything else? I don't think so. It was just like, it was what I expected, to be honest. Yeah? But like what? a little bit funnier than I thought it was going to be. Just dumb. Dumb and funny. It takes 30 minutes. You can knock it over. And then you've watched an entire show. <laughs> That's true. So I mean. <laughs> like, yeah, I watched an entire show on the weekend. <laughs> the whole thing. All 30 minutes and 38 seconds of it. Should we do some ratings then? Hit it. Plot. The plot as a singular episode is fine, but I don't know what he's doing. Every episode is obviously going to be a different thing, right? Yeah, but where's he got? He needs something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs it to was be weird. going somewhere, doing something, have some goal. Yeah, that was weird. His goal is just to get away. He's got no plan. Otherwise, plot is fine. I think it's funny to think about how they had to create a situation every episode or they would have had to where he can't get access to sunlight and then like he suddenly does yeah yeah every episode i thought that would be really funny because this one is like he's in prison and then the light like moves up from the floor gets to his face like unreasonably quickly <laughs> Un- unreasonable because oh, yeah. he would have just been at the bars like waiting but yeah that transition between him not having a superpower and then having a super intelligence would have been interesting to see more of, like, in different situations. Doing the 80s spoof, they would have played that same footage. Yeah, that's true. That same weird footage over and over again. The equals and then, MC squared. Yeah. And then the way that he loses it when they're looking, the sun go down, and he just sort of, eh. Like, forgets eh, how to speak. And then he yeah. forgets how to speak, and he tells a woman to throw, like, the demon just into a bin because <laughs> he can't remember what to do with it. Yeah, so what, what do you give it out of 10? It doesn't have an overarching plot, but it's a pilot, so they probably would have written it later. So I kind of have to forgive that, I guess. It's hard to do because it's supposed to be written this way. It's supposed to be like a 30-minute, confined 80s ripoff. And it does it perfectly, so I probably have to give it like a 9 for what it is. What the fuck? Yeah. For the it's, plot. It's dumb, but it's supposed to be dumb. It's self-contained 80s, and it's supposed to be self-contained 80s. Yeah. Yeah, it's I guess right. I, I guess for the plot I'm gonna go more like concept like the concept. I think it's cool and they, they did pull it off very well. So I'm gonna give it an eight. Characters? The characters are the whole thing. So you've got Jack Black's character, the astronaut with the big brain, because his brains are like cookie dough and his got baked. Oh, I like that, that description <laughs> of it. It gets baked so it expands. Yeah. <laughs> That's how a brain works. They're like cookies. What the fuck? Owen Wilson has the motorbike. That's that's a good character. And the guy who's chasing him is such a strange conceptual character because he's like a charming actor and then like the then he flips the desk like goes insane. Like he's super strong. 
for some reason. Obviously, because he's also going to be an experiment of some kind. And but those that, are really but that your guy, main like characters. his name, I think in the show is Ron Silver or something. His name in in real life is Ron Silver. He's yeah, playing so himself. He's playing himself as yeah. an actor. Yeah. But he also he's also an ex NASA, which obviously in real life he probably isn't. I don't know that for sure, but I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty safe to assume. And um, yeah, the sheriff character is okay. Yeah, but she's only going to be in one episode. Really? Well, he leaves. I mean, it's the pilot, so maybe not. Maybe they change the whole thing. But for this, that's how it's sort of supposed to be. Yeah, right. Jack Black pays Jack Black. <laughs> As o- always. Owen Wilson plays a motorcycle. <laughs> and then an actor plays himself. <laughs> Nobody's doing anything. <laughs> um, ben Stiller's a DJ. Yeah, Ben Stiller's a DJ at a strip club for some reason. I don't know. Seven out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I, I reckon seven is probably pretty fair. And um, I, we can't really comment on like... <laughs> what it looks like because we couldn't see it. Yeah, because it was 240p and we couldn't even see half the fucking scenes. No, it's supposed to be 80s though. You can tell that it's the way it's framed, the mm, way it's filmed, that all vibe. that sort of stuff. That's done. It's what it's supposed to be. It's perfect. What about the special effects? The special effects are shit ass, but they're supposed to be. Yeah. Even if you watch those special effects in the 80s, you would have been like, these are clean, clean. Because they're trying to make shitty effects with new technology. Mm-mm. And then the music. <laughs> so the music is so strange. <laughs> They've got so many songs, like so many 90s like hit songs, mm. all different genres. And then they've also got like a- the ambient music that like the incidental music that they've got the loops for it are so short <laughs> and they go for so long that it kind of becomes annoying and then funny in its own right i think it's supposed to be like that that's it what is, 80s yeah. stuff was like the really short loop music yeah 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 the music actually made me think a lot about zoolander because it, they didn't use the exact song because you know how in zoolander it's like that relax don't do it yeah but it's that like 90s like um dance song and then when they were in the club they were playing like 90s dance tracks yeah and like ben stiller was the dj like playing the tracks and there was a fight scene going on and it was like so reminiscent to me of zoolander like that scene in zoolander right yeah so i'm like hmm maybe they kind of took some of this and like sort of put it in there because instead of a strip club runway it's like a fashion runway i don't know it just it really made me it think might have it. come out of this you don't yeah, know it really made me think of that and it's the same people so yeah. But since they are spoofing already existent shows from the 80s, it's pretty easy for them to get it right. Yeah. They could have cut corners and they didn't. So I would probably give it, besides the fact it was in 240p on YouTube, <laughs> I would probably have to give it like a 7. Yeah, I think 7 is fair. Because the effects are bad, but they're supposed to be. Look shit, but it's supposed to look like that. Everything's obviously calculated to be that way, but the music is a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And overall... What would you give it overall, Kate? I feel like I've... What have I given it? Two sevens and an eight. But then overall, I want to give it like a six. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but your overall is based on how you felt about it. So you can give whatever the fuck you want. All right, then I'm going to go with a six. A six. It was fine. It was entertaining. I laughed a little bit. Um, Probably watch one more, but never again. Yeah, I'd watch a few... Like, no, I'd I'd watch more than one more. I reckon I'd watch a few more. But yeah, it's definitely... I don't know if maybe it would have done better if it got piloted now. What do you think? Probably not. Oh, no. God, no. Because the... People who are absorbing it, the comedy when it was made was for the people who enjoyed that stuff. Yeah. You made like... It is a little dated. What happened to Ghosted? You remember Ghosted? Of course you don't. No, but... (laughs) 
Ghost was the episode of this that we recorded that got corrupted and disappeared. Oh yeah. And it was Adam Scott. Yep, yep, and yep. that other guy, and they made like an '80s cop comedy drama, and they tried to do it now, but they didn't make it visually the same, and it did not work. It just seemed like a show with really bad pacing, and really strange music. You don't even hear anything about it. I didn't even think about watching the seven episode, second episode because I couldn't keep up with it. You can't do it now because you're making it, and the jokes you're making now about it are not funny to the people who loved those shows when they were like on. So yeah. m- like what do you mean? some of the audience would appreciate it. Most of them would not. Yeah. I feel like um, if this show was ever going to get made, 1999 probably would have been the best time. That would have been it. Yeah. Because the comedy around that time, when you think about it, it was so different how it is now. Yeah. So different. Like all those, we were talking, I think yesterday about those like early noughties, comedy films that were just so crap because we were talking about freddie got fingered oh yeah we were like those super crass like early noughties comedy films like this is sort of in a similar yeah those like american pie started all that yeah crap yeah not another teen movie and all your scary movies and all that sort of shit and now that stuff it still gets made but it doesn't get the commercial success that it did back then like those were the top movies of their time they were yeah now they're just like degrade movies that you know, twelve-year-olds watch like maybe yeah, they can maybe. find them. Maybe oh. um, the wine is got the wine's down. It's down, man down. But yeah, it was a very it was a very interesting time for comedy. I think it's it's really cool when you can look back and remember those times and look at how different it is now. But I mean, like comedy movies now, I feel like there's we had another nice peak, you know, with all like the the Step Brothers stuff. Like when was that? What were dumb ten years ago? When dumb. When it went from crass to dumb. Yeah, like 10 years ago, maybe. I don't know. And then now I don't even really know what good comedy movies there are. Occasionally you watch something that's okay. I think comedy now is about situations. I just haven't watched a good comedy movie in a while. And I would really love to. Yeah. I just don't even really know who the big people in comedy are right now. Well, it's Tina Fey. Tina Fey and Amy Fowler are like the... (sighs) Yeah, but the last movie I watched of theirs was that stupid... I don't even remember what it's called. Wine Country. Yeah. That was terrible. They can't all be hits, mate. Mm. But they're like, they're up there. They're at the top now. I think they're funny. And it's not like I didn't laugh in that wine country movie, but oh no, I just want a good fucking comedy film. But this is the thing. They're all comedy now. We find it funny because it's situational. So making a joke is not funny now because we've been through like most of them. People laugh and you find things funnier when something's happening and the way that people react to it, if they react in a funny way or like in the wrong way, or that's what is funny now. And like throwaways, people love throwaway shit now. I love throwaway shit. Background stuff. Background stuff. Brilliant. Fantastic. You can't make a comedy, a straight comedy that is funny. Mm. I don't think. Yeah. People value like subtlety way more now, like which was not a thing back in 1999. No. Early noughties movies were just like, in your face, like, yeah, fucking tits. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's get drunk. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah. If you want something that's funny now, we get it all on YouTube. And just people this is true. talking about things that are happening. This is true. I immediately thought of Curtis Connor. There you go. That's where we get, yeah, because of the tits thing. Yeah. <laughs> Many machines are top heavy, like a girl with big boobs. <laughs> 
you guys should go watch um Curtis Connor's latest video. What was it called? Mansers. Mansers. Yeah, he talks about this um weird as show that he used to watch when he was a kid in Canada called Mansers. Just over the top, like if you think about like monster trucks and like I don't know. Yeah, it's just guns, guns and cars and beers. Yeah, and, and boobs and yeah, and it's just so over the top. It's so funny. Just a little shout out to Curtis Connor there. One of my favorite YouTubers. Yeah, because he needs it. Uh, especially from us. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> how many su- subscribers does he have? Like a million or more? Oh, more, yeah. I don't even know how many sub- subs he has. He's doing well, though. Checking someone else's subs on your podcast. That's a way to do it. So. Nah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, fucking. We have 12 man. subs now. Whoa. We're so fucking famous, bro. Thank you to those 12 people who decided to get told about when our videos come out, but probably still don't watch them. Um, I really appreciate you. <laughs> 2.1 million subscribers Curtis Connor has. Well deserved. Yeah, he's very funny. But no, definitely go look at our YouTube channel. Search Pilot Air Podcast on YouTube. Wait, did you want to say anything else about the show before I wrap it up? No, I don't care. All right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I wa- no, we watched it. We watched all of it. Everybody knows what we thought about it now. It was, it was good, but I would not watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad. I would recommend watching it. Like, who gives a shit? Half an hour of your life, it's nothing. Yeah. Everything's like 40-something minutes. Like, by the time you watch something that's half an hour, you're just like, oh, 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 okay. I guarantee you'll, like, chuckle at least once. Yeah. <laughs> if you need a chuckle. Everyone needs a chuckle right now. Everyone needs a chuckle. Uh, yeah, YouTube, Pilot Air Podcast. Please sub and uh, watch our videos and like them. You can uh, give this podcast a rating if you feel like it, if you're one of those people who's so inclined. Mm, listen to our other episodes of our podcast. Go on our Instagram, Pilot Air Podcast. Email us, podcast at gmail.com. Twitter at Pilot Era Pod. Uh, we have been receiving a couple of emails. A few. A few. Mainly yeah. from YouTube mainly telling from, us we're in trouble. <laughs> and mainly from one other person, some random dude. We have no idea who he is, but we love you so much. Yeah, shout out to you, mate. You're yeah. a legend. Thanks for your um, suggestions. Send us your suggestions for shows. Yeah, please. Because we're kind of, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're feeling a little bit um, dry on new TV. I've been watching new stuff, but it's more Kate Corner stuff. There's a lot of stuff that is made for... You. Yeah. Ladies. Ladies now. (laughs) Which is very strange to me. But yeah, people are, we're just flooded. Flooded with influx of shit. And because everything's on streaming, they just show you the same fucking seven things Mm. over and over and over and over again. So please help me. (laughs) Help. We get around to being like, oh, fuck, we've got to record. What are we going to watch? Don't know. The only, the only suggestions I've had lately is like lock and key. I don't want to watch that. I don't know. It I seems terrible. It, but... Everybody knows what my reaction to lock and key is going to be. What are they doing? Like, Where are they is, going? This is for babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will just do a little quick uh, shout out. Kate's Corner in the last couple of minutes of podcast. Massive legend. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut him out. Oh. I'm joking, right, Well, mate. fuck it. I won't say anything then. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching this new show called Dare Me on Netflix. It's kind of like a sexy teen drama. Is this the cheerleader one? Yeah, yeah. It's like a cheerleader one, but it's got like drama and like sex and drugs and stuff. Uh, drama. <laughs> uh, drama, sex, drugs. So this is the, the new skins or it's trying to be the new skins? I don't know. It's not as like hard hitting and raunchy as skins, but. It's kind of trying to be a mixture of like skins and like PLL or something. Oh, gross. Skins and yeah, something like that. I like it. I think it's cool, but it's, it's made for me. So yeah. Well. 
And it has the set, uh, Willa, can't remember her name. Her, name, her first name's Willa. But she was in that Scream show that I watched. Yeah. So yeah, she plays like a the cheerleading coach. She's like older in this movie, like 28 or something. But yeah, it's quite good. I like it. What episode are you on? Kate's Corner. Oh, don't answer my question. Just sing your fucking Wait, what was song. the question? What episode are you on? Oh, uh, I think I'm <laughs> on dog. about... I think I'm on episode six and it's it's a short season. It's only 10 episodes, which I love. Yeah. I love a 10 episode season. I think I've said that multiple times that I think that is the the best length for a season. Yep. Same as an album, as a music album. 10 tracks, boom, done. In there, out there. Okay. Get in, get out. 10 tracks, 10 episodes, boom. And what would you give it as a rating based on your six episodes of watching? Mm. Like, are you invested or are you just like, beep, are you watching it? No, no, I am invested. Like, I'm interested to know what's going to happen. I'll probably give it like a seven and a half. It's all right. Yeah. Hasn't even come to the climax yet. No. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Like, it's, yeah, it's a cool show. It's just like, you know, sexy cheerleaders and drugs and sex and shit. How could you go wrong? Ooh. All right, guys. Sorry, that was a little bit of like an impromptu uh, Kate's Corner at the end of this app. It's all right. Everybody loves a bit of Kate's Corner. Yeah, but I did it like even after we'd done all the socials. <laughs> Do the socials again. <laughs> okay, guys. I know I haven't said this today yet. We say it on every podcast. Follow us on the social pipes. Uh, pilot arrow podcast at gmail.com I didn't actually mean you need oh, to do it again okay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you mate <laughs> you let me do the whole intro and everything and then you're like uh, shut the fuck up yeah because I thought you were joking based on the way you were doing it yeah I was joking joke's on you bro <laughs> oh you you you, you showed dog. me you dog you showed me mate <laughs> you absolute dog you showed me alright guys in my face <laughs> pie in your face Okay. Who? We should go. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.